Hi guys, welcome to my brand new podcast, very first episode, Odd Ball Out. My name is Ashley and this is where all things weird, raw, and uncensored come out of my mouth. Um, usually I try to have these conversations around people and this leaves me being the oddball out. But thankfully we have technology where I can sit in my living room at 2.24 in the morning um, and just shoot the shit by myself because it's usually how it ends up. But anyway, uh, I am 25 years old. I just moved from California to Texas just like the everyone else that is <laughs> currently in Texas. Um, not to sound like a bitch, but I hope they close the borders to this state for at least a year so they can get some shit together, like uh, expanding the, the width of the roads. There's a lot of one lane areas, even in the city. So that is just not productive with everyone just flooding in by the hundreds of thousands per day like for instance um a 20 drive a 20 minute drive actually i should preference this by saying i have my own concoction of two different tequilas moonshine and margarita mix because i am a pussy when it comes to recording by myself because i feel so uncomfortable even though i'm not uncomfortable when i say crazy shit in front of people especially my supervisors thankfully i still have my job um first thing first what should we talk about oh how is it living in dallas from california it's good i moved here during the pandemic so it's unfortunate to see a lot of the well i've come to texas before a few years ago um, I have family here. This is where my grandmother's side of the family is from. But moving here permanently, temporarily permanently, I'm seeing a lot of the independently owned shops shut down, close, go out of business, however you want to interpret it. Um, like whether that's downtown Dallas or up north in the suburbs, it was just a really deep stab wound to the chest it's just like a lot of its charm well Dallas still has its charm but the small business side a lot of the things that kind of made it what it was the sense of community I I feel is it's kind of lifted a little bit because of the disease swept the nation and shut shit down even your right to have a fucking opinion about anyway um so yeah i mean it is a good place to be there's lots of opportunity here that is one thing i will say um coming from california living in la things that were just seen as so much exclusive and you can't sit with us you know is that vibe is it's here but it's so 
little of that like that there's opportunity for everyone and there's just so much room to grow here especially to start your own business um like for example uh working at a furniture store and the store manager of Louis Vuitton saying your customer service is so good you should come work for me that never fucking happened in California I don't you can't looking how I look yes I'm black okay I'm blackity black I'm so black that if I went outside right now I could get away with a lot because I basically camouflage um I could barely get away with just walking through the store or window shopping like let's just be honest but anyway um gosh first podcast I guess it's meant to be quite shit but that's all right so I'm just gonna look up a few topics here to discuss I guess I should have this shit ready before I even hit record on this motherfucker but it I wouldn't be me if I did that Okay, so let's see here. A fact my I don't have any facts. I don't. I don't I know what we're all supposed to know. And actually I don't. I'm learning what I should have known. Like oh one tip moving from California to Texas when you rent, lease, or buy whatever, um, the electricity companies, there's like 50 of them. I'm being dramatic, but still. I'm just, it, it's so confusing. You're like, well, who's the best? It, it, it's so, oh, and then the goddamn snowstorm. Now, Fresno is not too, well, Fresno is where I was born and raised, not too far from Yosemite, so I'm not foreign to snow or driving in the snow. Um, With that said, when the first snowflake hit the ground in Texas, the city shut down, the state shut down. I couldn't even get a goddamn burger, okay? Unless it was from McDonald's, which that is not a route I'm trying to go down. I mean, two bites and I'm on the toilet for two hours. So try to avoid them. But it was just such a clusterfuck. I had my little studio apartment at the time, um, which that situation definitely opened up the door to let me know the piece of shit. The apartments I lived in were nice. If you were on a budget, but the management, the management. Anyway, it's just a bunch of young girls twiddling their split ends, not knowing what to do, especially during a snowstorm that Texas never built anything for. So, for example, the water pipe in my building burst. Uh, my apartment didn't flood badly, but Being on the ground floor, myself and my neighbor who was on the other side of my bathroom wall, we had flooding coming from the bathroom. So it kind of came, it creeped out to the hallway. It didn't get no more than about three inches high. And that was just in like the bathroom. And it got a little bit in my closet, but luckily it was a slow leak slash flood. So I was able to 
remove everything from my closet that could have got, you know, water damaged. So, um, caught my apartment. It took them literally probably like three or four days just to get there and shut the pipe off because it looks like the city was shut off the water so the water that was flooding in the bathroom would recede and go back to wherever the fuck it came from probably just in between the walls and then a few hours later it would start coming back out again and then it got into the kitchen a little bit uh, finally maintenance in our apartments uh, came in cut a hole behind my toilet um, me and my neighbor's toilet so I was able to see kind of like a little bit of the floor in her bathroom you know if I flushed or she flushed you know we just we bonded per bowel movement and so that was an experience um, because the hole in the wall between me and my neighbor's toilet was open for a fucking week and what was the deal breaker? Um, I guess they, from that hole, they also cut a hole from outside just to get access to the water pipes. You know, by all means, I am not a plumber. I have no experience with maintenance. Do what you got to do. I don't care. Just get this water out. Um, they didn't seal up any of the fucking holes. Not on the one just inside my apartment where I could see to my neighbor's toilet, also the one from outside. So what happened? About 8.30 in the morning, before work, I'm just, you know, I'm 25, so I wake up and I scroll through Instagram. You know, just looking at Australian models, ultra thin, rib cage, just poking out, uber sexy. And I hear a trash bag from my kitchen, which is right by the front door, rattle. I'm just like, okay, maybe because my heater is on, my takeout bag from last night blew off the counter and hit the floor, you know? And so I just let it go. And then the rattling of the bag sounded more aggressive. So I was just like, okay, this is too much. I think this goes beyond the air vent. So I, I just peek my head up a little bit to see if it's on the floor. And I see a small head with two little pointy ears. And I was just like, please God, like let it. I don't know that my neighbor has a small dog, but I hope she had a fucking chihuahua that maybe crawled through the hole behind our toilets. And he's trying to get my trash. Please let it be a chihuahua. I can handle that. So I was like... This is how I talk to things. I was like, um, excuse me, like, what the fuck? It's literally what I said to the creature. Um, I have blackout curtains because of my work schedules. Um, so sometimes I do need to sleep while it is broad fucking daylight. So couldn't really see that well, even though it was daytime in my apartment. And, but what I do see is when that thing turned its head, and the fucking snout and the black around the eyes. No, not a raccoon, okay? Because if it was a raccoon, I would just tune into my inner Pocahontas and just be like, hello, companion. This was a goddamn motherfucking possum. 
a possum. That is a creature I have no experience with, except for the fact that I know they attack and they play dead. So, me being scared of a goddamn moth, I, first of all, I sleep in the, I sleep in the nude. So I was worried that if I brought too much attention upon myself, the possum would attack me and like, just scratch up my goddamn nipples. Um, which, you know, having an active Tinder profile would not be good for my whole life. And so I just hid under the covers, scared for my life, because I'm too young to die like that, at least. You know what I mean? Um, I at least want to, if you're going to, my grandmother raised me, if you're going to do something wrong, you better do it right. So if you want to die young, you better be taking a pill in Ibiza or Ibiza, whatever the fuck. Um, so I just Googled how to get rid of possums from your house and everything but advice for that came up on Google, lovely Google, um, but a little tip came up saying, well, you don't want to startle the possum because if it feels closed in, which it was in my kitchen and there's one way in one way out when you live in a studio apartment you know what the fuck i'm talking about the kitchen is small and i was just like okay and it's that is when i discovered possums spray from their ass and everything in my small studio is absorbent down to my memory foam mattress and I was getting ready to move so last thing I wanted was to bring possum pussy ass smelling furniture and clothing to my new apartment which is nice modern and on the top floor overlooking the peasants just how I like it um so I was just like, what the fuck do I do? So I started coughing really loud. I started cussing it out. Um, even during my, you know, emotional tirade, it rattled the trash bag again. So I was like, well, let me have a, I took a Dr. Drew approach, a very educated, but unexperienced approach to something that. I'm unexperienced in. I hit my point two times from two different angles. Um, and so I was just like, Possum, can you like please get the fuck out? Because I have to go to work and just, just get the fuck out. Like go eat somewhere else. I'm going to throw that trash outside in like 20 minutes. You can get it at the trash can. The communal trash can where there's probably better food. Okay, like just bye. So I'm, I'm still under the blanket for like 20 minutes. You know, this is a real story. I'm not making this up. I know I've been drinking, but this is a real story. This is exactly why I moved because I called management two times. We have a 24 hour maintenance emergency line, which the first time I called, I had to leave a voicemail. The second time I called, finally someone picked up and I told her, I was like, there is a possum in my apartment. I am so serious. And she's like, oh, okay. Oh my gosh, that is so crazy. Like, that's dangerous. Someone's on their maintenance is on their way. They should be there shortly. 
This was back in the Texas snowstorm. It's now April 12th and no one still contacted me to see if I'm still alive in regards to the possum being within eight feet of me. So, um, that's how that went. Finally, I had the balls to just get up because I had to be at work by 10 and it was 9.25 and nothing musters up the courage than when your money is at risk. So I was just like, okay. Luckily, my Harley Davidson boots don't have a bike. Um, were on the floor next to the bed and I just had like a big sweater to throw over me. And so I found a cheap little shoe from Old Navy. I was like, fuck this shit. I'm just gonna chuck my shoe with the possum, open the front door, and if I have to book it with my hairy ass legs outside with no bra, and I, no bra, let me tell you something. I got saggy ass titties. My tits are so saggy that there's a medical term for it. Okay, it's when like you're nipples are you know housing or having a bonfire around your belly button like that's where they meet that's where my nipples commune that's where they talk to each other and say you know hopefully we're not here for long i'd like to get off the ground floor and live in the penthouse so that's what i'm saving for is to move my nipples from the ground floor to the penthouse so they can look down on everything and everybody um so what was i talking about oh so you know after mustering up the, the courage to get the possum out i do see i'm like oh it's gone it left i guess you know the conversation the dr drew approach really did work and it left out the hole that it came from in the fucking bathroom um, I checked under the bed. I wasn't there. So that was a sigh of relief. I related that story to everyone else as if I got the goddamn possum out the house, like physically, like I just went Billy the exterminator on that bitch. But really, I took the gentleman's approach because I almost made a feminist joke, but do you want to get canceled before you start it? I don't give a fuck. I'm not a feminist. All right. We are the only people who can, if you look good, if you look good and it's not hard to do, just be in shape and know how to put your makeup on. Uh, you can just be a housewife. Don't have to work. That's why I'm losing weight now. I'm tired of this fucking nine to five shit. Like, the thought I okay I have a supervisor who is such a little bitch he is such a fucking bitch and he talks down to people and it's just like should I say the company I'm not famous yet I don't know who's gonna listen to this but it's UPS okay fucking UPS and I'm like dude we are both here in the warehouse there are more people above you than beneath you you are my supervisor okay we both walk out of this building with the same dust on our clothes okay so shut the fuck up you little pussy you could tell he was a fucking dork and now he has a position of power and can't handle it and doesn't even understand the fact that 
even though you're a supervisor, you're still in the fucking UPS warehouse, bitch. Goddamn doofus. Anyway, um, I think that should be it. I think I need to go to bed because it's 2.44 and I need to be up at 10 o'clock for my corporate job because I'm so corporate. It's just, this podcast is really an audio diary for me. I was talking to my my nephew, who's basically my brother, his wife, basically my sister-in-law, about how important it is to run your own business. Like, if you actually think about it, whether you're blue-collar white collar it's just like the fact that there's 52 weeks in a year and out of the 52 you maybe get two weeks of paid vacation and that's something you plan we're not talking about if you are walking down the stairs on your way to your bullshit job and you roll your fucking ankle and need to get it wrapped at the urgent care where that might count against you of the, this is this calls for a corrective action on your attendance. Like, I was at work and the girl had a family emergency, and the fact that she had tending to her family emergency put her job in jeopardy. I was like, I'm going to starve myself and grow my hair out because I need to be a Russian escort or something that. It keeps this lifestyle, it grows this lifestyle that I'm living because I can't believe that the majority of my time working for someone else, tending to an emergency, puts my whole earning, my living in jeopardy. It's so crazy. There should be some laws. There's, I will tell you something about Texas if you're moving from any, well, mainly from like, California, I don't know much about New York work laws. I know about the living just because of my job and some of the stories I hear from people. Um, it's just like the employees, the workers, you have damn near no rights. Like it is actually a privilege if your employer gives you a lunch break. Whereas in California, it's like, it's been four hours, bitch, I'm out. Whether it's for 30 minutes or an hour. Out here in Texas, you can work a six-hour shift and only get one 10-minute break. And who knows what you have to do for those six hours. You could be on your feet all day. You could be shoveling shit. It doesn't matter. They give you a 10-minute break, and they act like they that's a goddamn favor. So even though slavery is abolished, it's just paid for now, which is what I'm starting to notice. There are people still making like $5 an hour, even though the rent is looking a lot like California, which I've noticed. Um, years back when I first came, it was a lot more affordable. So the jump, like where I am now, it's a very nice apartment. I live in a very nice area. Um, this apartment would have been maybe like eight to nine hundred. 
or no, like I would say like 750 to like 875. Just those few years ago when I first came out here to help my sister move. But now there's a goddamn comma in the rent within a short span and the wages have not changed. So you either need to start your own business, come in here with a degree, or just have some sort of plan that affords you a decent lifestyle. Oh, Texas is affordable. If you want to live in the goddamn woods, okay, and have squirrels shitting in your mailbox, that's where it's a live, you know, affordable. That's where rent is maybe five hundred a month, which is unheard of coming from a place where um, parking your car for a month was like three fifty to like twelve hundred dollars. Anyway, it's been 24 minutes and 52 seconds. I'm not going to edit this shit. I don't know what I've said. Um, so, good night, uh, listeners. If you're out there, bye.